Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I didn't have the greatest pulse on the card Thursday, but I still had an opportunity to turn profit It came down to the final game of the night between Oklahoma and Arizona. I outscored them 24-0 at one point, but unfortunately, they play four quarters of football, and I got crushed in the first quarter. I got crushed in the fourth quarter, so I lose the ticket on the Sooners. But let's recap the losing card for you. In the National Football League, I had the Jets plus the 7.5. That didn't work out for me. My prop bets go two and one, so I turn profit there. I lose on my first kicker prop of the year, but I do cash on both of the running backs, Hall and Ford, to the over. College football, I go one and three. I lose on SMU. I lose on Oklahoma. I one day will win one of those first half unders in a bowl game. I had a Rutgers in Miami under the 20 and a half, but it didn't work out for me. I did win all the Pop-Tarts, though. Kansas State gets the job done, minus the two and a half against North Carolina State. College basketball, I go two and two. I cash on Weber State, minus the four and a half. They win by 30 at home over Montana. Very impressive performance. I cash on Long Beach State, minus the two. They pulled away late to get the cover for me. I lose on UC Irvine. They just couldn't get the job done. They couldn't cover the big number. And I lose on UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, I knew that was a dangerous game at UC Davis, having won seven consecutive games over the Aggies, and I was right about it. It came back to bite me, and I lost not one, but two units on that one since you backed that one on Twitter. Coin flips went my way. I cashed on the Pistons and the Celtics over the 231.5. Yeah, thank you, Overtime. I needed OT to get the cover. And then on the Frozen Pond, I cashed on the Canadians and the Canes over the 6.5. So now, let's get to the card for Friday, and hopefully it's a bounce-back day for me. Four bowl games, four college basketball bets, and the two coin flips. We start with the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. It's Kentucky, plus the four and a half against Clemson. So I was tempted to back Clemson, given the four-game winning streak to end the season, where they beat Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, and South Carolina. But I need to remember, this will not be the same team that finished the season. The Tanger defense, which played so well down the stretch, they're expected to be without five key starters in this game. Meanwhile, Kentucky lost five of seven to end the season, but they did beat Louisville to end the year on a high note. The Wildcats NFL-ready running back is expected to suit up, and he could have a field day today against a depleted front for the Tigers. So I'm going to grab the points here and hope I'm back in the team that's a little more motivated for this one. Give me the Wildcats of Kentucky plus the four and a half against Clemson. Next up, we go to the Sun Bell or Sun Bowl. Yeah, in El Paso, Texas. Here, this one's going to be sold out today. It's Notre Dame and Oregon State. Let's do it again. First half under 20 and a half. One day, I will once again hit a first half under in a bowl game. I hope it's on this one. Notre Dame will be without their quarterback, Sam Hartman, their leading rusher, their top three receivers, their top tight end that leads the team in receiving yards, 
and some help on the offensive line. If that doesn't spell punts, I don't know what does. Oregon State will be without their quarterback, their head coach, a key wide receiver, a key tight end, and their right tackle. So once again, let's do it. First half under 20 and a half between the Fighting Irish and the Beavers of Oregon State. Next up, we go to the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, Tennessee. It's Memphis plus the 10 and a half against Iowa State. So the rosters are mostly intact. Iowa State will be down two top running backs. Memphis will be down a couple on their offensive line. Memphis Tiger football games this year, will they equal points both for and against? Maybe I should just play the over, but I'm not going to do it. Memphis is averaging 39.7 points per game. They scored 21 or more in every single game this season, and only three teams were able to keep them under the number of 30. Memphis, though, gives up 29 points per game on defense, and seven teams scored 31 or more points against them this year. Top teams from the American Conference have disappointed this week, with both Tulane and SMU going down. But getting double digits at home with an explosive offense, well, that's too good for me to pass up. So give me the Tigers of Memphis plus the 10.5 over Iowa State. Next up, we go to the Cotton Bowl in Arlington, Texas. It's Missouri plus the four and a half against Ohio State. So I had a tough time putting this one on the card and especially to back the Tigers. Before opt-outs, Ohio State would have been favored by a touchdown and some change, but now without quarterback Kyle McCord, and yes, that's a question mark. Is it addition by subtraction? You talk to some Buckeye fans and they will say yes but the Buckeyes are also going to be without several other skill position players in this game. And the number's four and a half. Missouri appears to be motivated. They're looking for their fourth 11-win season since 1901. So I'm going to grab the points. Give me the Taggers of Missouri plus the four and a half against Ohio State. Next up on the card, we go to college basketball. We start with a very unusual bet here. It's Detroit Mercy minus the one and a half at IUPUI. So both teams were projected to be at the bottom of the Horizon League this year, and they're living up to the expectations. And how about this? How often do you lay points with an 0-13 team on the road? Yes, welcome to Detroit basketball. The Pistons aren't the only team in Detroit on a big losing skid. Detroit Mercy played their typical who's who non-conference schedule, losing 10 of 13 games this year by double digits. Scoring has been a major problem, just 61.4 points per game on 40% shooting. IUPUI, well, they're not very good either. They're 4-9 and nine on the season. They have three non-Division one wins, and then they have a win over Valparaiso. We faded them a number of times, and it's normally worked out for us. Eight of their nine losses have been by double digits. It's the first game off the board. It's an early tip, so let's get an early sweat. The Titans have played the tougher schedule, 65th in the country against 282nd for the Jaguars. Both teams rank 330th or worse in both offensive and defensive efficiency. I don't expect this thing to be a thing of beauty, but I'm going to lay the one and a half on the road with Detroit Mercy at IUPUI. Next up on the card, it's Northern Kentucky plus the five and a half at Purdue Fort Wayne. So preseason number one, is getting five and a half points on the road at preseason number eight in the Horizon League. Both teams are 2-0 in league play. Both teams are coming off a non-conference loss. 
The Mastodons of Purdue-Fort Wayne are 11-2 on the season. Their losses have been to Pittsburgh and San Francisco. They rank 148th in the Ken Palm numbers, but they've played a cupcake schedule, ranked 344th in the country. The Norse of Northern Kentucky are just 7-6 on the season. They rank 208th in the Ken Palm numbers. They've played the 230th ranked schedule. Northern Kentucky won both meetings by double digits last year. Getting five and a half, well, it just seems to be a little much for me. So I'm going to grab the points with Northern Kentucky plus the five and a half at Purdue Fort Wayne. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card, we head to the Summit League. It's Denver, minus the one at Omaha. So preseason rankings favored Omaha. Denver was picked dead last in the league. Omaha was picked seventh. Outside of having the home court edge, though, everything to me points to Denver. Let's start with common opponents. Denver beat Cal Poly by 21. Omaha lost to Cal Poly by 13. Denver beat Texas A&M Commerce by 10. Omaha lost to Texas A&M Commerce by 4. Denver ranks 83rd in offensive efficiency. They even put up 80 points at Colorado State, so they'll be the best unit on the floor here. The Pioneers rank 218th in the Ken Palm numbers. Omaha ranks 284th. Winning on the road in conference is tough. Denver has lost six consecutive games in Omaha, but based on the on-court performance this year, Denver appears to be a significantly better team. So I'm going to lay the one with the Pioneers of Denver on the road at Omaha. Next up on the card, we stay in the Summit League. It's North Dakota, minus the one and a half against St. Thomas. So it's a rare national TV game on the CBS Sports Network for the Fighting Hawks. Both teams are eight and five in the season. They were picked fourth and fifth in the Summit League coming into the season. The Tommies of St. Thomas have the better resume this year. A five-point loss at Marquette. They played really good basketball there. A five-point loss at Cal. They have road wins at Western Michigan and Chicago State. The Fighting Hawks of North Dakota played well at Nebraska last out, losing by just eight. Computer numbers all point to St. Thomas, but North Dakota has their transfer guard from James Madison playing now, and he just scored 22 points at Nebraska. So I'm banking on him to be the difference maker tonight on the home floor. So give me the Fighting Hawks minus the one and a half at home over St. Thomas. Next up, your coin flip bets. In the NBA, I selected the New York Knicks at the Orlando Magic. Total on this one is 226. Heads it is, I'm on the over 226 between the Knicks and the Magic. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Colorado Avalanche at the St. Louis Blues. 
Total in this one is at six and a half. Heads it is again. I'm on the over six and a half between the Avalanche and the Blues. So let's recap my card for a Friday. In college football, let me start on a good note for once. I have Kentucky plus the four and a half against Clemson in the Gator Bowl. At the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas, give me a first half under. It's Notre Dame and Oregon State under the 20 and a half. In the Liberty Bowl, I'm on Memphis plus the 10 and a half over Iowa State. In the Cotton Bowl, I'm on Missouri plus the four and a half against Ohio State. College basketball, I'm on Detroit Mercy. Can they win a basketball game? We'll find out. Minus the one and a half at IUPUI. I have Northern Kentucky plus the five and a half at Purdue-Fort Wayne. I'm on Denver minus the one at Omaha. I'm on North Dakota minus the one and a half against St. Thomas. NBA, I'm on the Knicks and the Magic over the 226. NHL, I'm on the Avalanche and the Blues over the six and a half. So that's my card for a Friday. Let's have a great day. Let's enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.